0: Okay, let's see what's on the menu for today's Wintrust business lunch, sponsored by Catch Thirty Five. The perfect menu for your next business lunch. What is on the business lunch today are two of my favorite people. It is a little different than the normal business lunch, but it is going to be talking about business. On her way in the studio is Maureen Schulman, who, with her husband Mark, runs Eli's Cheesecake Company. An astonishing frankly local company and sitting right here smiling at me as I'm smiling (laughs) at here is my dear friend Candace Jordan who is the heart I would argue the hardest working person in local journalism she is a writer editor and many photographers at the front page photo (laughs) for the publication uh, Chicago Star Hi, Candace.
1: Hi, Rick. Thanks Am for I having wrong? me. No, you're right. You l- left out a few hats, but those will do. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: what else do you do? Oh,
1: my God. Well, you name it, quite frankly. Every plate is spinning at all times.
0: Candace used to write for the Chicago Tribune, for the uh, Tribune Magazine, for various sections in the Tribune, and then went off on her own to...
2: Anyone uh, eligible and living in Cook County can apply.
0: How did you... Well, oh, I have to break. We have to take a break. We'll be back with Candace in a minute. Just getting
1: interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it'll stay that way, honey. Don't worry about it. Well, welcome again to the WinTrust Business Hour. I was talking to Candace Jordan about how she is the hardest working person in local journalism. And into the studio walks Maureen Schulman, who with her husband, Mark, runs Eli's Cheesecake, and she is certainly, she comes in with a bunch of goodies and cheesecakes and everything else. And she is the hardest working woman in the food business in Chicago. Hi, Maureen.
2: Hi, Rick.
0: This is great. You guys are on for the whole hour. And Woo-hoo. it is it's going to be fun, but it also is sort of is business related. Maureen, take me back to uh, Eli, who I knew inventing, wanted a dessert, and he invented a cheesecake, and people liked his cheesecake, and (laughs) then what happened?
2: Well, um, you know, he was the proprietor of the famous Eli's the Place for Steak, which was a very famous restaurant in Chicago. Sort of
0: where Lurie's uh, Children's Hospital was
2: now. Right, which is actually why it closed, because they tore the building down for Mm -hmm. Lurie's. And um, in the late 70s, He just said, you know, there's no dessert that I like that I'm buying, and I want to make cheesecake the signature dessert. It must have been divine intervention, because we're not sure how he came up with this recipe. I know. But, you know, between lunch and dinner when the restaurant was closed, he went in the kitchen and experimented with cheesecakes. And then he had a great test market, because all his customers at night, he would come out and say, taste this batch, what do you think? (laughs) And so... That might be my phone. Um, So... (laughs) Um, and he, uh, there's a phone ringing. That was what I was oh, saying. Probably okay. mine. Okay. Don't worry about it. So then, um, he really thought he got it right. And he did play, original plain, chocolate chip, and cinnamon raisin. And cinnamon raisin was a... Um, a call-out to Little Jack's, which is a cheesecake he had when he was growing up. Oh, how interesting. So anyway, so it was the first taste of Chicago, and he decided he would just see if, like, the world at large liked it, and it wasn't just his customers. So the first taste of Chicago on Michigan Avenue, no one knew what to expect. Yeah, of course. Um Like millions of people showed up it was shockingly popular i was there yeah Yeah. and then he was there in his suit and tie because he always wore a suit and tie and uh it was before we had you know machinery to cut the cakes which we do now so he was just in the booth cutting away (laughs) as fast as he could and then it turned out everyone liked it including chicago restaurateurs like arnie Mm. rich melman um uh blackhawk Don Roth. Don Roth, yeah. All those guys really liked it, so they wanted it. So then it became too many for him to make himself. So we had various stages of having our own bakery, first renting downtown at an existing bakery, and then finally um, building our own bakery at 6701 West Forest Preserve Drive. And it's currently 62,000 square feet, and we're in the process of adding uh, 50% more. So we're building that out right now.
0: How many can you can you even guess at how many cheesecakes? And you sell a lot of other things too. How many Wait. cheesecakes a year do you sell?
2: Oh, how many do I know that we that we make about twenty thousand a day, but I don't know how many we actually sell. That's a Mark Schulman question.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Wow, twenty thousand a day. Uh, Candace Jordan knows uh, Eli's cheesecake yeah, well. Yeah, I know a little bit about it. And sure. knows uh, and did you know Eli?
1: No, I did not, sadly. That's
0: a shame he was... But
1: I feel like I know him through all the writings and the publications and everything and the and way the Mark bo- and Maureen keep his spirit alive so well. Well,
0: they do, yeah. No, they really do. And Thanks. we'll talk this whole hour about keeping that alive and about the amazing history of Chicago star media, which is who starts a newspaper during the pandemic, during the pandemic and in this crazy newspaper time. So I'm so happy to have you two ladies here for this whole hour. We'll get into a lot of, uh, interesting, interesting things. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Rick Cogan filling in for John Williams. We just heard a miniature history of the Eli's cheesecake empire. Uh, Candace Jordan uh, left the Tribune, probably wisely, uh, and is now uh, a editor, writer, photographer, and many other things for a publication called Chicago Star. It's part of Chicago Star Media. How did that thing start, Candace?
1: Well, it actually, like Connie said earlier, you know, there was a lot of silver linings that came out of the pandemic. And we actually started this paper during covid um, which seems like insanity, but quite frankly, you know, at the time. We all decided that our mission for this paper was to only share positive, uplifting news. No COVID, no crime, no politics, no monkeypox. And, you know, just things that would appeal to the communities, to the people that live in them, provide resources that they can use, give them jokes, give them humor, you know, things that you would like to open up a paper. And you're even, you're, it's so family friendly that we even have a children's story that you can read to your children that's in the paper. So this paper is something that we want to, We wanted everybody to have a smile on their faces after they opened it, and not something like you're going to have to worry about the rest of your day about bad news you've just read.
0: Where is it available?
1: It's in – actually, thank you for asking.
0: You're welcome. uh... That's sort of what I'm supposed to do here. (laughs) Well,
1: we're actually, we can be found in over 400 locations. Wow. Yeah, we're in 11 neighborhoods. Uh, We're in six suburbs so far, and absolutely in local businesses. We're in Gibson's Bar and Steakhouse. We're at the Randolph Street Market, Maggie Daly Park. You name it, our paper – should be able to be found there, if what not if, now, soon. I
0: have met her. What is the name of that nice, nice woman who started this thing?
1: Elaine Hyde, and you know she started this paper with a little newsletter on the in the what is the New East Side? The I don't even Lakeview, not Lakeview. It's. Um, new well, East Side, d- that, that new neighborhood. They do have
0: lake views. Well, but, you know, but she know.
1: started there, new and she, she was new to the... She just moved here from Australia, quite frankly, <laughs> and she couldn't find anything. She had no resources. So she started to put this little, tiny, one-page newsletter together and put it in the buildings that were in her area. And that's, quite frankly, how it started.
0: God, there's a go-getter,
1: Yeah. Too. Oh, and we make a dynamic team, I think. Oh, I bet you and, do. will uh, bet when, you do. When uh, I came on, we changed the name to Chicago Star. Before that, I think it was the New East Side News. And, uh, you know, it's just it's been really we uh, it's something that's so special because I have such control. I can put in the paper what I want to put in it. I don't have to write with somebody looking over my shoulder like my, you know, I used to have a column, like you said, in the Tribune. And they changed my yeah, style Candace of writing used, completely. Candace
0: used to work with various idiot editors. Uh, there, are, there are a lot of idiot editors in this <laughs> and world. And it was like I had written but a crime had, scene report. Yeah, she had uh, She had some of the biggest idiots. <laughs> uh, you, you have a lot of, you have board members here among them uh,
1: yes maureen shulman maureen and, and mark, mark shulman and we listen we have only the top people in town you know we even have sarge mccormick from the Tribune family on the board,
0: the guy who at one point was rumored to be buying the Tribune. Yeah, I uh, mean
1: Israel Adonijah, uh, Michael Kutza, founder of the Film Festival. I mean, it's really, I mean, quite impressive. Howard
0: Telman, you yeah. have Phil Vittel, the chef Art Smith, former Tribune food critic, right?
1: Tom Kehoe, Amanda Puck. I mean, it, there's... yeah,
0: this is a pretty, this is a pretty interesting uh, group yeah, of board members. I think Maureen, so too. Maureen. Uh, you're obviously a board member, so you're not going to say, well, I have problems with the publication. (laughs) Uh, This is, that whole idea behind having a publication that focuses on good news, that's got to be very appealing for you and Mark.
2: Well, sure. I mean, I I think, I I call it like the Hallmark Syndrome. Like you watch so much political unrest mm-hmm. and crazy things you have to watch hallmark for two hours before you go to bed mm-hmm. so this is like the good news news you can yeah. you know you read what's happening and a lot of it i mean candace wouldn't you say it's also really informative about what's happening in the city that's our focus. what you can go to uh, mm-hmm. what's free to go to right. so there's a lot of good information that way yeah definitely based on resources now
0: people can pay become paid subscribers oh, to you this most certainly can i you know this <laughs> kathy murray and i are paid yeah. subscribers. yes
1: thank you Thank you so much. But, you know, for only four ninety nine a month, you could be a subscriber to the paper. A digital subscription is 27 a year. And a, uh, it's like $49 a year to get the paper delivered in a beautiful glassine wrapper to your home.
0: <laughs> a beautiful glassine wrapper. <laughs> I, I want I that wrapper. The first time I ever got it, I Just go, what, is this? what else can I do with this? The what presentation else can I, is what gorgeous. What else can I use this for? I think your cat will like it, Rick. <laughs> How often, what is the publication frequency?
1: Uh, it comes out once a month. And weekly, we send out a city buzz. It's called Newsletter, which is free to subscribe to. So you can mm. just go to com and subscribe and get, you know, this weekly edition uh has like the top five event picks of the week coming up or things that are happening around town. Um, you know, this we we appeal to everybody in this paper. I mean, we appeal to the nonprofit community. We donate a free ad every month to the nonprofit community. We have a full page donated to their events. We even have one page donated to, you know, not a page, but a quarter page dedicated to shelter pets. Wow. And I ask shelters around town to tell me you're the one that's been there the longest. And we put his picture in the paper or her picture and, you know, try to get, you know, cute. adopted out. So cute. there's really something for everybody in the
0: paper. Very cute. You are working 10 times harder than... than... Than you ever worked (laughs) at the Tribune, are
1: you not... Why? Can you see the wrinkles and lines no, on my I don't. face? Never,
0: <laughs> I have never seen a wrinkle on that face ever. Oh well, a good makeup <clears> job. Ever? Uh, <laughs> you really are, but you seem. And Maureen Showman and I have obviously seen Candace in action at a number of different places. I mean, she is inexhaustible, isn't she, Maureen?
2: Right. She's taking pictures. She's take doing photo captions. She's getting the story. She's a one man man. Yeah.
1: She's delivering <laughs> food,
2: cooking in the kitchen,
1: <laughs> just about everything. But you know, I tell this story all the time that. So true. I'm an only child. My parents were older parents, and they were literally the last two people that would ever leave a party. So it's all in my DNA. I come by it very naturally.
0: Why? Because they didn't want to go home and take. No, care of they you, wanted to what?
1: party.
2: No,
0: and it,
1: I remember sitting on bars when I was like two years old, playing with potato chip bags. I mean, I have been in on the party scene since I couldn't even walk.
0: But doesn't and you're, you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, husband Thank named you. Chuck. You've you. been married to for how many years? Thirty three
1: years. Wow. I know. Well, Knock he's, on
0: wood. he's debonair <laughs> He's incredibly nice. He's
1: my soulmate. And he
0: is long-suffering. He (laughs) he does go with you to virtually all of these events.
1: Well, we don't like to be apart, quite frankly. But um, I think now, in the beginning, he didn't quite like it as much as I did. But now he knows people like you and Maureen. And so when he goes out, he has
0: people... And why wouldn't he be delighted to be out with (laughs) With me uh, and Maureen? That's right. With me and Maureen, (laughs) yes. So he has people
1: that he knows he can talk to.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There you go. That's great. This has been... You cannot at all miss the Tribune, do you?
1: Oh, not at all. Not one iota. No, didn't. But I will tell you one thing. Let me say one thing. It was a wonderful education. And I met great people like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's about it.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, thank you, you very much. And yeah, met, uh, so no, I it, met it, you, it, Rick. Yes, <laughs> and made it all worthwhile for me. It, it, all worthwhile. That's true. These two lovely women, the lovely and bright women, are going to be on for uh, until the top of the hour. So we'll talk some more about. I think Maureen Showman is going to try to convince us that pumpkin cheesecake is not something to fear. That's right. All right, we'll see about that.
2: Something to behold. Yeah, we'll see about that. (laughs) I've never been afraid. (laughs)
0: We'll see about that. Uh, You'll get some news and other stuff, and we'll be back. Welcome back to Rick Kogan filling in for John Williams. I am here with Maureen Shulman, who with her husband, Mark Shulman, runs Eli's Cheesecake Company, and with Candace Jordan, the hardest-working woman in local journalism. She is with the uh, uh, Chicago Star, a wonderful publication, an upbeat publication, a hopeful publication. Candice, before I talk to Maureen about uh, a collaboration with a great artist, how do people subscribe? How do people get... The magazine. Well, it's newspaper.
1: available online, in print, and via subscription, all through chicagostarmedia.com's website.
0: That's easy.
1: And Yeah, and um, next month will be our biggest issue yet. Uh, it was our biggest issue last year, and it's the Nonprofit Giving Back to Chicago issue. And so we're going to have all these wonderful nonprofits represented. There will be wonderful stories about fundraising and parties <coughs> and um, you know, great event pages, and so it's going to be a terrific issue.
0: Well, we'll mention it again, but Thank Chicago you. Star Media com maureen you and your husband and the amazing eli's cheesecake company which sells you have found out through your lifeline five million cheesecakes a year you have also entered into what i consider one of the most unusual and hopeful collaborations from between the culinary world and the art world what is that
2: well, it's clearly the most exciting project I've ever worked on. It's a collaboration with the incredible artist Nick Cave. Whose show who's, just
0: uh, closed at the Museum of closed, yeah. Yes. yes.
2: Um, it's called For Other More, and it's going to the Guggenheim. Um, it'll open at the Guggenheim in October.
0: How did this collaboration come? He has designed for you these kind of, I don't know what to call them, these kind of miniature. Little cakes?
2: Well, the format is is an Eli's Cheesecake Cutie, which is a one-by-one-inch mm-hmm. square enrobed in chocolate. So it all happened in a very unconventional way. Nick Cave and his partner Bob Faust and Eli's were honored at the 2022 Mayor's Medal of Honor Award. We were all recipients. Mm-hmm. So during the reception, we were talking, and I said, would you ever do a collaboration with Eli's. Wow! And, shockingly, he said, yes. <laughs> but... So, in, I mean, Nick the, Cave
0: is an internationally famous and justifiably famous artist. Yes. And is, unbelievably creative, too.
2: The show, I'm sure all yeah. your listeners saw the show. It was probably the most popular show at the MCA. Yeah. Yeah. The, the scope of work, the, the amount of... Of work it must have been for him to make these things. The social injustice messaging, the way it's presented in a... It's everything. You're happy, you're sad, it's serious, it's hopeful, it's everything. It's so incredible. So he, uh, they said, he and Bob said that they would do a collaboration, but it had to meet certain requirements. For example, it had to relate to the exhibit in some way. Mm -hmm. He wanted it to be something that we've never done before. He wanted it to be something that had a surprise element. So we sent him a bunch of kinds of things we do, like different techniques, different shapes, different kinds of cakes. And so they picked the cutie format. And then they designed exactly what it would be like, which was each one is a set of five, each one's a different color, each one's a different kind of cheesecake inside which you wouldn't know from the outside right so that's the surprise element kind of like his artwork it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be and um and the top is decorated each one with a different um graphic graphic that that was in the spinner forest which was what you saw when you first walked in so when you get this package and it's a set of five when you look at it left to right it's going to say love and happiness equals peace
0: Oh god, what a great message. It,
2: yeah, it's it was really it's unbelievable. And um how and they designed been, the box. How has
0: it been received by by Eli's customers?
2: Well, so we're gonna start selling them November first.
0: Oh, Because it,
2: the packaging which they designed is very detailed. Right. So I can see yeah, exactly. So we're exactly. we're ready with the product, but we're waiting on the packaging. So November first, which will be nice for the holidays and to make it at like um I guess, a a better deal for the customers. We're putting two sets in, so you you get 10. Uh. And then, this is really, really important. All the net proceeds benefit Facility Foundation, which is Nick and Bob's um, not-for-profit supporting young and underrepresented artists with scholarships, commissions, and presentation opportunities.
0: This also, this seems, doesn't it, Candace Jordan, this seems like a, a remarkably easy collaboration. Has it been for you guys? It seems incredibly easy to pull Um, it off.
2: um, Well, I think that they were super creative and fun and easy to work with. Um, I don't know that every collaboration would be like this, but it certainly was with them. I think we have uh, a common goal in that Eli's and Nick Cave and Bob Faust like to do things to help Chicago and help the community. I mean... um, so, I mean, I think we do have some things in common. We think food's a uniter. They think art's a uniter. Wow. You know? and, make, so,
0: and unite them together then.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, yes, it, was, it, it went off really well, and we had a great time doing it, and it couldn't be better.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break in a few minutes, but uh, Candace, what are your thoughts about pumpkin cheesecake?
1: Well, I have many thoughts. <laughs> They're all really good ones.
0: Are they really?
1: Yes. that's Actually, pumpkin is my favorite spice, favorite thing of all time. You're kidding. Pumpkin spice. I'm nuts about it. I have everything that has pumpkin spice on the label.
0: I, I think my parents must have frightened me somehow or smushed a pumpkin in my head or made <laughs> me wear a pumpkin around the house. I,
2: I I suspected you were going to be a pumpkin doubter. So I a would just like you doubter. to
0: know. How would you? We, we've only known each other for 50 years. Why would you think yes. something like that?
2: Just so you know, yes. there's pumpkin beer, pumpkin ramen, pumpkin Twinkies, pumpkin cereal, pumpkin yogurt, pumpkin hummus, and yes, pumpkin bagels. So why would pumpkin cheesecake be a surprise? Well, it's not a surprise. <laughs>
0: oh, no. I, it, it's not a surprise. It's just something that I know I will not like. <laughs> but
2: I have one here, and we I, will I make know, you taste it's, it. <laughs> it's
0: frightening me. It's frightened me before you even went out, because I knew that's what you were bringing in here. All that's I in my, my refrigerator. I mean, you, you knew my parents. It, it, they must have done something <laughs> to poison me on pumpkins. They must have. be
2: pumpkin formula in the bottle.
0: You think that well, my mother, my mother would have done that. Yeah, that 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 easily, easily uh, could have happened somehow. Uh, well, we will do that uh, in a few minutes. So please stay tuned because there's nothing like listening to people eat on the radio I mean, <laughs> to make you terribly excited. Now, I'd like to. Uh, we got to go go to a Wind Trust Business Minute with Steve Grizanic.
3: Start your timer. It's time for the Wind Trust Business Minute sharing Chicago's business news of the day. Amazon will hire 150,000 full-time, part-time and seasonal employees at its US warehouses ahead of the holiday season. 3500 of them will be in Illinois. Amazon is the biggest private employer in the area, according to Cranes. Last year, it passed Advocate Aurora Health as the largest local private employer. 27,000 people work there in the metro area. Amazon's new hiring is somewhat surprising, given the company has recently closed warehouses in Mundelein and Elgin. It also stopped plans for new warehouses in Crystal Lake and Hoffman Estates. Chicago's hospitality industry had a strong summer, and it's nearly back to the level reached in 2019 before COVID. Cranes reported the stats provided by the city's tourism and convention promotion agency, Choose Chicago. Chicago hotels reported having 3.11 million room nights from June to August, which is 89% of the 2019 level. From January through August, room demand was at 80% of pre-pandemic levels. Employment was at 94%. Total revenue hit $806 million, just short of the 2019 figure, and international visits to Chicago are at 76% of the pre-pandemic level. I'm Steve Grzanich, and that's your Wintrust Business Minute.
0: Now, Steve Alexander with
4: the Business of Food. Mm Mm-hmm, and sponsored by the Chevy Silverado HD. Experience life in HD. Visit ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Here we go.
2: The Mississippi River Blue.
4: Mr. Jimmy Rogers giving us a hand. Oh,
0: you Mississippi River. With water so deep and wide
4: the problem. The water is not deep and wide.
5: A lot of what's happened is we haven't had uh, the rain and and the watershed just really isn't feeding the lower Mississippi as it usually does.
4: That's Mike Blaske, general manager of Illinois Marine Towing based in Joliet. He says thousands of barges go up and down the Mississippi and tributaries like the Illinois every day, but not right now. There's a traffic jam in a stretch about 100 miles south of Memphis where, how many barges are not moving?
5: Roughly around 1,600 barges, around 100 towboats waiting to traverse that section of the river.
4: Well, these things don't have a parking brake on them. What's the process to get them to stand still?
5: A lot of times they'll push, the boat will push the barges into a sandbar or into the bank and they just sit there and wait. And in some areas, it's now a
4: one-lane road.
5: That water level's dropping off, and those sandbars that are underwater are starting to show themselves, and it makes that navigable channel just that much more narrow, so now boats and barges cannot pass each other.
4: The Army Corps of Engineers has ongoing dredging to try to keep the channel to a nine-foot minimum, but that isn't possible in some areas, so the barges can't be loaded to the max.
5: They've dropped 200 tons off of a lot of the barges leaving the Illinois River here in the last week. And I can't imagine that changing much unless we get significant rainfall.
4: As for the Illinois River, Mike Lasky says it's maintaining.
5: But as you get down towards Peoria and further south, we're starting to see a lot more low water than we have typically. Uh, Right now, we are comfortable but certainly uneasy.
4: What we need is rain and Tom killing tells me if there is a big soaking rain coming it sure isn't showing up yet on any of his modeling.
5: That's really going to hurt a lot of the uh, inbound and, and export grain markets.
4: From the farm to your belly today is National Noodle Day. That's the business of food on 720
0: WGN. Before I let these two fine guests and wonderful women go, uh Candice, you wanted to tell me something.
1: Well, I just wanted to say that we have so many great contributors in the paper, and I just hope everybody checks it out. But also, I have an advice column. So if anybody out there has burning questions that they need to have me answer, have them send an email to me at candidcandice at chicagostarmedia.com.
0: Oh, how great. You're the new Ann Landers. I love <laughs> Ann Landers, and I love you. Uh, dear Candice, why would I ever <laughs> want to eat a piece of pumpkin... Uh, cheesecake.
2: Because Eli's made it.
0: Okay. I'm Great gonna answer. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm okay. going to eat this.
2: I'm pressing video, audience.
0: Yes, if I have to, if I throw up on the video, uh, <laughs> we don't, won't share don't that show one. show it to your children.
1: It's delicious, by the way, Maureen. Thank you. I
0: must admit, uh, it's pretty good. Bob doesn't want any. Uh, Jack will have some. Uh, well, it's considerably better than I thought it would be. I may even eat the rest of it. Uh,
2: it's one of our top sellers for the fall. It's really, really good.
0: You don't sell it throughout the year?
2: No, we sell it. For, we sell it from October through the holidays.
0: Well, it is. It, I, I got to tell you, it is good. It is good, Candace, What do you think?
1: Well, I think that everyone should check out Navy Pier's Pier Pumpkin Lights now through October 31st. Every Saturday, kids can go there and trick or treat for free to 30 candy stores, and they supply the candy.
0: Where are 30 candy stores?
1: At the uh, Navy Pier. <laughs>
0: There are thirty candy stores There's, at yes, Navy Pier. Yes, it's called
1: it's called the Slightly Spooky Saturday. There's thirty indoor candy shops. There'll be aerial performances. Um, it's going to be absolutely terrific, great family friendly Halloween fun at Navy Pier.
0: Wow! And you have your biggest issue coming up next month. Yes,
1: nonprofit issue giving back to Chicago.
0: Maureen Showman, do you and Eli's? Uh, you can get all sorts of information at Eli. Eli cheesecake not Eli's cheesecake the website is elicheesecake.com and you can buy Maureen's book too can't they
2: right our wonderful cookbook that has a uh,
0: cookbook in the shape of a of a uh, cheesecake <laughs> or a cheesecake in the shape of a book
2: <laughs> we have we actually we're on our, our second edition of the cookbook oh fabulous and there's uh recipes most requested recipes from Eli's the place for steak and um just like about 100 recipes for cheesecake in different variations. Oh, and also, I wanted to say one thing the Nick Cave exhibit at the Guggenheim is November 18th through April 10th.
0: Well, wow, and it's amazing. If you saw it at the uh, MCA, you should buy it ticket and go see it at the Guggenheim, too, at mm-hmm. a different location. I'll
2: mm-hmm. seriously miss it. But, I live right near the museum. I went I like once a week.
0: <laughs> well, but it's also, it's an incredible collaboration. This mm-hmm. thing is, is a rare, don't you think, oh, I think so. Just, I think it's very unique. And it's a rare thing. And it would, the, you know, a cool thing? You, you don't find artists like Nick Cave uh, every day, but if you find another artist of that ilk and with that same aesthetic view, uh, you could have a whole line of Eli's artistic mm-hmm. cheesecakes. Edible art. You get that for no charge.
3: From
0: me. Uh, Candace Jordan, it is great to see you. Great to see you, Maureen too. Thanks Schoman, for having it, me. It is great to see you.